part three chapter twenty two of martin schuler by romer wilson this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part three berlin chapter twenty two night was falling over berlin when martin returned to his house he was physically and mentally ill where he had been or what he had done all day he could not remember his mind was filled with the recollection he had of tarquine as she appeared at the last rehearsal in short chiffon skirts and a hussar's coat the memory of this and of the fact that his music had been played upon a hurdy-gurdy revealed to him the baseness of what he called his self-betrayal the best emanation of his brain during the last five years was suitable for a street organ ever since he had last seen steinbach a suspicion had arisen in him from time to time that his life was not as it should be and yet the success he had had and the pleasure he gave flattered him and he reassured himself that all was right with him nevertheless the new force or the old force the suspicion of himself or the dawning realization of his power or whatever it might be had caused him recently to become more uneasy and on the lookout and to indulge more frequently in sharp loud accesses of bad temper now as he stood in the middle of his bedroom in the attitude of thinking and perplexity he began suddenly to shake and became beside himself he seemed to see all his friends arrayed against him pointing the finger at him and saying that man is a failure he hid his face in his hands as he stood there in the dim white twilight a black shadowy figure amidst the white walls of his room a furious desire to shoot himself or to plunge at once into a personal revolution seized him he longed to wage civil war against himself to immolate to annihilate everything of him he threw himself upon his bed and wept extravagantly his soul raged against his soul the blood boiled in his veins and rushed to his head his heart accelerated he choked and was desperately sick he flung himself upon the floor and lay for a long time in an agony with his teeth clenched his brows contracted his lower jaw protruded tears streamed from his eyes and with his hands he caught the leopard-skin rug in a fierce grasp he lay still in the madness of degradation and swiftly all the things he had ever done passed through his mind tinged stained and ruined with futility he fell into a nightmare of horror in the middle of which his secretary came into the room when wolf saw him upon the floor he gave a low cry he thought he saw a murdered man instantly martin sprang up anger and passion running like a storm of fire through him go out of my sight he shouted in a transport of fury neither knowing or caring what he said go you foul snarer you beast of the earth his heart trembled his body shuddered he thought he saw in his secretary an incarnation of his degradation delighted also to be able to make some sensitive creature suffer he sprang upon him as he cowered against the wall and struck him furiously you coward you beast of the earth he howled again you reptile your insignificance shrivels you in your miserable skin martin struck him again you loathsome hypocrite thank your god i have no weapon if i had a weapon i would kill you as saul killed david transfix you to the wall smash out your brains time server escape now escape he cried swaying back from the wall and making with his hands the movements of strangling god in hell escape or i shall choke you with my naked hands the sight of you is intolerable 
wolf slid to the door and martin lunged again and struck him in the back of the neck wolf reeled and nearly fell backwards but managed to gain the door streaming with blood he disappeared through it his dismay as he heard martin turn the key in the lock caused him to huddle himself upon the ground his nature was revolted because he had not struck back but one does not strike a superior officer one does not strike god or martin schuler the fool said martin to himself smiling the fool he thinks i am mad he will probably fetch the police he flung himself upon his bed in the hope that despair would again fasten down upon him and blot out his abominable feelings but it did not he felt calmer but he also felt that if anybody turned the handle of his door he would open it drag him in and kill him soon he slept but his dreams were uneasy leopards pervaded a green atmosphere discontent despair and anguish drifted together in an indefinite sea where there were ridges of green and parts of leopards anguish and despair revolving together in an uneven movement end of part three chapter twenty two recording by expatriate in bangor maine